I love microdosing. I love microdosing. Yesterday, I needed to go practice my drums and I popped a little microdose gummy and I'll tell you what happened. I drummed for about a good two hours. That's fabulous. Yeah. I was looking at our new roof, hoping that it wasn't going to leak and I got some anxiety about it. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to take a gummy just to calm down so I can go to sleep and not worry about this. And I did and I had a great night's sleep and I woke up and there was no leak. I've noticed a change in you for the, a positive change. I like to hear that. Yeah. I feel like your mood is like very centered. I'm sleeping much better. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just that right amount of good. And you can get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at microdose.com promo code pants. It's available nationwide. That's microdose.com promo code pants for 30% off and free shipping. Microdose.com promo code pants. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. Episode, God knows what. How long do we keep doing this? Like, what, who's is somebody gonna get, gonna come along and cut us off? Like, we need an adult in the room Rachel's, to be. Rachel's the adult in the room, right? She needs to pull us off stage. Rachel's the one who said, "Kate, stop gesticulating with your hands and making noises on the table," because I feel like I'm a kindergartner. Like, yeah. Like, I'm a, I feel this. Yeah. I want that. This is what I've noticed. Oh, I think I'm already trying to lower my voice. You, you and I, our voices are very different, as as you know. But it's shocking. And <laughs> here's what's here's what I kind of want to know. What note? Wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, I don't think it goes low enough. Oh, no. oh. okay. Talk. Hello. Hello. Uh, uh. Oh. Are you tuning? Okay, talk. Is this a guitar tuning? That sounds like the Halloween theme oh, okay. song. <laughs> But talk, keep talking. Um, I think you and I would be great in a choir together. Yeah, I think that's your note. You're an you're an E, E four. E four. What's the four? Oh, this must be for someone to learn. Hey, Leash, we have we have a friend hopping on soon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh oh, I'm tone deaf. Should we put our friend through this? (laughs) I'm going to do it at home alone, and I'm going to come back with some serious answers. We would be good in a choir together. Yeah, we could harmonize really well. I'm low, although you've tried to harmonize with me and it doesn't go over well. When we used to sing songs to Floyd, we tried to harmonize. Right, we're not that good. Remember that song that we would sing? It might not be good, but we lulled him to sleep. He probably was already tired. He's like, I would have been asleep anyway. He was a baby then. For a future episode, we could work on a song and, you know, go live with it. Maybe take it on the road. I love that. Hold on. I, th- I think my live-in tech support just showed up. <gasps> okay. Thank you. You get tech support and coffee? You're the greatest. <sighs> yeah. I get tech support and snacks. Listen, you marry a Brazilian. I'd be so fast. They're going to feed you very, very well. It's really sweet. Food is such a huge part of their culture. 
I thought it. I used to say that jokingly, and then I went there, and it's not a joke. It's it's completely legit. That's how they show love: is they feed you, and all the and it's everything's homemade, and yet you're the same tiny. Oops, you're the same tiny boned person you were before you met her. So who are we uh, chatting with today? Right, Can today's exciting. Spoil the surprise. I never like getting surprises spoiled. People love a build-up. Well, go ahead and build her up. Why don't you play a guessing game? Okay. Except I know the answer. Uh, who am I going to play a guessing game with? Right. I just realized it was a terrible game. <laughs> so who's who's our guest today? This is someone that everyone has been clamoring for since the moment she was no longer part of the show we were on. Kate, today's a big day because we have a very exciting guest. We became very, very close to everyone on the show, and they weren't co-workers, they were family. And those friendships have only grown over time. Look at you and I. We're pants. That says, that says everything. I mean, at this point, we just need to figure out who's the right leg and who's the left leg. What? It worked! Uh-oh, there she is. Sarah! What? <laughs> I like your cutoff t-shirt. <laughs> I like that map in the background. Yeah, My goal I, is to have a world map framed and have it be huge and take up an entire world. I Yeah, no, I love maps. A good map is hard to find. Kate and I are both Capricorns. So yeah. that's one of the other things that we have in common is we both love maps. Do you love globes? Love. I said you love my globes. <laughs> Wait, what? You've made that perfectly clear through the years. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, girl, I've heard about your globes. You're like, let me touch your milky white. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Sarah. Not even 30 seconds in, and this is what happens? <laughs> oh, I miss your face. Oh, I miss you guys. I have to tell you guys, I was actually, like, a little nervous because I haven't spoken to anybody. In general? <laughs> the most. I've spoken to people at once. Like, I got to kick my kids out of the house for this. Like... This was a big day for oh, me. Good. This was a big day. Oh, I'm so glad we could provide a, like a comforting, chill afternoon. I'm so nervous. I was watching The Sopranos last night, and I was watching them going, God, they're so good. I have to go back to work like in a month. And I was like, I don't remember how to act. Like, I was oh, like, yeah. I can't, I don't know how to say my lines. I think, like, I should quit. I should quit the job that I have. What are you going back to? I'm going back to the show called Sex Life. It's a Netflix show. We only got through like eight days of shooting the first episode before we had to shut down. It's almost like Sex in the City meets normal people. It's about this woman. She's married. Like it should be everything she wants, but just something's missing. And she's got these two young kids. And there was this one guy who she was just her absolute best with. And he comes back in the picture. You know, like as women, especially when you become a mother, those lustful parts of our personality we're not supposed to have. Like society says, it's kind of wrong for you to feel those things and to want those things again because now you have to be put in this box. It's basically the exploration of somebody who just wants both. She wants both. You can't blame her for that, right? So yeah, if we can ever shoot it. I say this often on television. They don't explore women's sexuality above the age of 30. I know, it's true. And I think that's a real blind spot. It's true, you're right. That's a good point. But like, yeah, you know, did you guys watch Normal People at all? No, but I heard Oh my God. It got me through. I watched Miss Mrs. Fletcher. I didn't see that one. That was the first time I had seen something like that, which was that crazy. women over the age of forty have sex, get wet, <laughs> yeah. and still want to be fucked, and all that shit. Lives. It's like I guess with life experience, it becomes more interesting as opposed to it going out to the bar and getting your rocks off, whatever it is. There's consequence, and there's there's a history that people have individually as you get older. It's age i think that's interesting i turned 40 in january congratulations thank you and you turned 42 not two as in also but 
42. I've always been two years older than you, Sarah. Really? Always? The whole time. It's crazy. Always. The whole time? <laughs> What's so great about the three of us, I haven't run into anyone else from the show except for you two. I know. We see each other at the funniest thing. Yeah. Like the last time it was at the Showtime thing, it's right? It was at the Showtime thing. And we made too much noise. Oh, yeah. I was hammered. I mean, I wasn't sober. <laughs> Yeah, so. I wasn't. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, that's a classier I way. I was, but I was just so happy to be in a be in a space with you too. <laughs> and I took all of your light. Remember that in the photo? <laughs> I took all the light. <laughs> <laughs> is this show that you're doing? Is this with Patricia Rosemont? Yes, this is the thing with Patricia. You know, we had eight days, eight glorious days, but you know, I just we didn't really get a chance to just get in there. You know, so. Hopefully, we're we're all supposed to go back next month. So it's going to be like riding a bike. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. You're going to be more tripped out about you know requirements and being closer than six feet. That's the trip. You guys, are you going back? Like, what's what's your deal? They're just figuring out all the protocol, which it's just so crazy to imagine how they're going to figure it out. Especially with a show like sounds like with yours as well, where there's intimacy and I know how do they do it? A lot of temperature checks, ladies. Okay, so. You're each recording from your own homes. Right. And we each have mics that go into our computers. Yep. And we're Zooming with you so we can see you. So I love Rachel Shelley. I haven't seen her in such a long time. How did she get involved with this? It was her idea. This was her idea? She wrote us an email and she was like, I think that you guys should just talk about nothing and see if people like it. (laughs) We were so bored that we bought microphones on Amazon and this is it. This is the result. Wow. And we still don't know what that what we're doing. Like you can buy anything on Amazon. Yeah, we've made a whole new career on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You no, know, it's quarantine. And it's like the wild, wild west right now with quarantine. Like anything fucking yeah. goes, no judgment. How did you guys, I mean, no. at least we've opened up into phase two, but like how did you guys do the first couple months of absolute being prisoners in your own homes? I was in Brazil. We had to rush back to the States. Right. I remember FaceTiming with Leisha and you could just see like the panic in her face. Yeah. So she'd say, you know, guys, I think if you can get back here, it's probably a wise choice. We got back at the the day before everything shut down and we had nothing prepared. And I'm just watching all the uh, airlines stop flights like day after day after day. And I'm like, mm. Leisha's face is just like losing color every single time we talk to her. How were your first two months? I was going crazy. I was going apeshit. I'm with my three children. Children make things worse. I just want to put that out there. If you like your kids, you're not spending enough time with them. That's what's right. <laughs> I'm going to be so skewered for saying that. I saw you on Instagram and I think, well, Sarah's not having a good afternoon. I feel honestly throughout all of this, like I, I have what I think is called Corona bipolar. I think I've come out with a new disease. I've developed something. I've mutated into something different now. And where I wake up every day and I'm a little afraid of who I could be because this is such a roller coaster. This is a mental mindfuck. Do you remember that movie Get Out? Like, I feel like I'm in the sunken place, like, every day. And so it's been a lot to keep myself positive. I'm sweating. I just felt sweat dripping down my tits right now. Like, it's just, like, it's so... Talking about this gives me anxiety. But, like, it's a lot to keep yourself in a positive headspace. Having the responsibility of the kids on top of that and then having to Zoom all their school and three, you know, three kids and I didn't have any help. I was just losing my mind. The only thing open were liquor stores, 
what do you think I did? (laughs) (laughs) How are you doing now, though? I mean, we're three months in. Uncle fucking Don came through every time. Party of one. The fact, yeah, exactly. How am I doing now? Um, What is the percentage that I'm going to do anything today? 0.0% chance I'm going to do fucking shit. You know, it's a little bit better because now that I have a projected like work date, I have something to look forward to. Now that we've slightly opened up, I can take the kids out a little bit. We can go get a snow cone, mm-hmm. you know, and then lock mm-hmm. ourselves in the car and eat it. So it's a little bit better now, but I worry about the mental health crisis that like significantly yeah, right. worries me. I agree. There's already trauma. People are already tra- traumatized. Yeah. I mean, like, just talking to you, you have trauma. <laughs> like, I can tell. And I'm fucking normal. Just looking at you. Just looking at you. I mean, you're a fucking mess. <laughs> just a fucking disaster. Sure. Just a disaster. <laughs> Were you one of the people that worked out a lot? No. During this? Because I know you like to. This is a part of your I life. I was like, how do I shove this ice cream into a pancake? Like... Like, right. I was one of those. I was not the kind that was like, oh, let me go run and explore hikes and whatever. No. I was, And I was like, fuck everybody who did that because I'm depressed. I I just got really fucking depressed and I, I discovered uh, chocolate chips inside peanut butter. Ooh, I wish you told me that back in April. I could have done that. I Instagrammed it. I know you follow me. I do follow you, but I missed that one. I missed that. What, what did you guys become? Like, did you guys... Eat your way through all of it because you both look great. You look great. What did you do, Leash? I painted. I I did get de- depressed as well. Yeah. I think just the state of the world got me down. Did you sing? Did you do? Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm done with all that. Oh, my God. This is what I've been wanting you to do. I'm so glad you just said that. Will you please, please, please do your Britney Spears impersonation? (laughs) (laughs) It's so fucking good. The fact that you remember that is crazy. I think about it a lot. You taught me how to dance with stink face, which is also, but people can't see you, which is a shame. You dance with what face? Stink face. What? When we were on the cruise ship. What did I do? We got really drunk and we went to the one of the clubs when we were all shooting on that cruise. Yeah. Do you remember that night? Kind of. You were like showing me how to dance sexy because God forbid, I don't know how to do that. And you're like, you just look like, you just look like you smelled something really bad. <laughs> and you look like, so sexy. I was like, what? It's so mind-boggling. That's what I said? <laughs> You're all... I can't even do it. I look like I've had a stroke. You gotta, you gotta make stink fit. You have to wait, make stink Wait, wait, hold on. Are you guys, like, vi- like, video recording this too? Like, sight? No. I can't no. speak anymore, guys. I'm nervous. Like, I've lost, like, fucking bubbles come out of my mouth when I talk now because I haven't talked to anybody. Talked? Spoken? Whatever. Sorry to make you like a dancing bear right now, but there, those are two things that I would love for you to do right now only for you oh i can't believe you're putting me on the spot even oh, though when people okay. can't see <laughs> i can't believe you all right you're so shy just this will break you out of your shell sarah all right here we go <laughs> i'm gonna not Hold look i'll look away okay all right don't look all at right, i'm not look too i'm not looking mm-hmm. at it <laughs> <laughs> we always fucking get so stupid together do you it's want so me great. to play a little on on youtube so you no no okay Okay, just here to help. We're trying to help. <laughs> That's it. It's all right. I just started. sounded like I was choking. <laughs> all right, I haven't done this in so long. I love to. All right. Okay, okay. Here we go. 
Okay. <laughs> okay, I can do this. I'm an I'm an actress, right? I can do shit like this. All right, here we go. Next question. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get. It. Hold on. It's worth it. <laughs> I haven't loved this art in so long. Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, just give me a second, okay? You guys can edit this shit out. All right. It's the headphones. <laughs> <laughs> the headphones are messing me up. Because I can hear myself. Can I, can I take the headphones oh, off? <laughs> I'm go crying. Ahead. Go ahead. Okay, wait a Ladies, we can all bond over this one. Imagine a bra that you actually want to wear. They're hard to find. We all know it. We've been through how many bra many. brands? Ugh. And you're like, I like this about it, but not this. Or They're just uncomfortable. Well, today's sponsor, Honey Love, has revolutionized the bra game. It's real. Say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that trap heat. Honey Love's bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire without sacrificing lift. It's cool. It's like these little, I can't even describe it, like these little bone things. And it's like, I don't know how they do it, but it's brilliant. Plus, they've made fabric that's so soft, it feels like second skin. So you immediately feel and see the difference. So it's next level comfortable. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash pants. Now, after you purchase, they ask you where you heard about them. Please, please support our show and tell them pants sent you. Honeylove.com slash pants. Treat yourself to honey love because you deserve it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm so Hold sad. Hold on. Okay, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to okay. go for it, okay? Okay, go. I think I did it again. I made you believe we're more than just friends. Oh, baby, it might seem like a crush. <laughs> oh, right, my that's God. All I got. That's all I got. Can you believe got. it? Kate, I saw your eyes. It's shocking, isn't it? I, oh my god, that only oh took like god, 17 so hours. Did you do that for me all, at work? I used to make her do it all the time at work. <laughs> and it took me a lot less time than that to do that. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, that was embarrassing. I, I, have a, I have a question. Yes, you, in the tank top. Yes, Thank go you. ahead. In the good old days of all of us uh, working together, what would you do on your weekends? Because you would disappear <laughs> from Vancouver. You just... It's true. Vanished. <gasps> yeah. Yes. Oh! I know that you were with Steve and like So we understood that part. I got together with Steve like six months before I got the L word. Yeah. And yeah. I was young and in love and 
dumb. And so I just kept flying back and forth. So that's what you would do? Yeah, I guess. I guess. Like, looking back, I, I wish I wouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to hang out with you. Yeah, we just wanted to hang out with you more. We had, a, we had a good time on set. Like, I was listening to your first episode and how you guys were talking about anytime we had those group scenes, how much fun it was. I remember, like, feeling bad for whoever director was directing us. We were like a tornado. It was like you could not wrangle us. You could not you fucking wrangle yeah. us. It's like what just happened with you with Britney Spears where you couldn't stop oh, laughing would happen. It was bad. It was bad. So frequently. It was bad. In a professional environment for six hours. You've been working consistently since that show stopped. So how do you look back on it? Oh, man. Is it, it, does it kind of stick out like, oh, that was a unique experience or was it just another job? 100%. No, no, no. It sticks out big time because for a few reasons. One – Right before I had that job, it was my first job on Alias, that show with Jennifer Garner. And so this was like my like my big series regular job. So it stuck out for that reason, one. Two, it stuck out because like I didn't know what I was walking into. You know, it was a show called The L Word. I remember seeing billboards of all you girls naked on in LA. And I was like, just started acting. Like I just didn't know what anything was. And then, you know, there's that infamous story of my first day with Kate. Which was, Sarah, this is Kate. Kate, this is Sarah. Okay, Sarah, and this thing, Kate's going to be going down on you. And I was just like, <laughs> excuse me? Like, I was just that like... That was the day we worked with Ariana Huffington as well, remember? Yes, she that's right. The, the, the host or whatever. You had to cut her hair. I had to do something for her, right. But Nobody went down on her. No. <laughs> do you remember that first day I had uh, my, my right side was completely burned? Your French press went off in your face. And it was so bad. Right. They brought in a doctor to set and the doctor's like, yeah, you have second degree burns. It was really fucked up and it was really raw and sore. I felt bad for you because it was our first day you're just you know you're in you're in a new city with people yeah. you don't know and you have to do this I just scene. I I didn't even know what a french press was I mean I just like I just you're like do I have to do that today too the french press so I, yeah exactly is that what you guys call going down is the french press it is now I just thought you sounded so cultured and I was like wow the french press wow it can burn you I clearly didn't know what the fuck I was doing with a French press. It exploded in my face. Had I known, I wouldn't have leaned over the damn thing. I think I remember going, oh, like really trying to like play it off as like, oh yeah, that sucks when that happens. Not knowing what I was talking about. I just wanted to be cool. Like I was like, just be cool. I thought you were just so rad and I was so jazzed. It was you who was cast for this part because a few weeks earlier, they had flown me to LA to read a couple girls for Carmen. I don't think I ever read with you. Never did. I wasn't in that yet. And then I met you and yeah. you were so rad and I was just so happy it was you. And Oh, I was I was glad When did too. they cut your hair into a mullet? Oh, that was bad. That was always that interesting was to me. Did, did that happen right when you landed yeah, there? Yeah, pretty much. Right when I landed, they showed me a whole bunch of pictures right. of what they wanted it to look and like. And why? 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 Why did they cut my hair into a mullet? I never understood that that choice. <laughs> yeah, I think they were trying to go for something kind of edgy and, you know, she was a DJ and, and I was down for it. What he did to my hair was nothing like what those photos look like. So it was very traumatic for me and that's what started my lifelong addiction to extensions after that because it was just so bad. It was awful. It was short up top and then there were like just these like a long drape of extensions down it your back. It didn't blend. I mean, it 
literally look like you put a bowl over my head and you just cut around the outside edges of the bowl and then you left everything straight. But how about that nobody cared? They were just like, yeah, I love her. That girl you cast. Yeah, her. Like they didn't care about the hair. I don't know. I don't know if anybody cared. I don't know. I don't know. I cared. But like that hair didn't last so long, Sarah, because eventually Hell like, no. Were, I remember you wore it like to the side. It didn't look as nutty as it looked. <laughs> we tried so many ways not to make it look like how it I looked. I just remember your denim your denim jacket. Did I have denim jacket. And what would Steve say on the weekend? He loved the idea that I he he no, he just loved that I was playing a lesbian. He his whole thing was like, if you want to bring your work home with you, such a fucking guy. <laughs> Such a fucking guy. Yeah, that was his, you know, running joke that he used for years. I have a question. Yes, you in the light. Everybody assumes that you left the show. Everybody wants to know your exit situation. Let's clear this up. I want to clear that up because I've heard a bunch of things myself. But the truth of the matter, it was just a two-year role to begin with. It was never supposed to be more than that. The contract that I signed was two years. That was it. So I just assumed my time was up. So they wrote my exit and that was it. Like it was that simple. It was just business. Hmm. Both of you look very perplexed right now. Well, I was going to say everyone knew that, you know, you're, you would go from one job to the it next. It was my first job or my first real job, you know, like other than the alias thing, I had yet to really know what my future was going to hold. But I remember just from the very beginning, like the deal that we made was just a two year deal. For whatever reason, creatively, they agreed it was a two-year deal. I wasn't sure about being on something for six years. I was like, I don't know what this means. You know how sad I was when you left? No, Like, that was a shitty year because we lost Aaron Daniels and yeah. then we lost you. Yeah. And that sucked. Yeah. Like, that was the real, like... Yeah. That was a real punch in the gut to not have either one of you. I was I was sad whether it was my ego or just, you know, being around such a, you know, good group of girls, it was just I just I got upset that I never had the opportunity to come back. You know, it was just like, "Oh, okay. Well, then I guess that's it." You know, cuz it was never it was never I know, head scratcher. But, but, you know, hey, it's all oh, good. Oh, God. Ooh. All right. Well, listen. All right. Okay. All right. Look, Sarah, like, we have to address the elephant in the room now that you're here. Can we just address yes. this once and for Let's all? Let's do it. With Carmen not coming back. Yeah. Because what this show's trying to do is rightfully have accurate representation. Right. You know, Carmen is Latin descent near Persian. That wouldn't be appropriate for this role. I think there's a there's an argument to be made because this is a beloved... <laughs> fan favorite that right. people have been clamoring for since the day she took off. Well, it you know, it sucked. It sucked for a lot of reasons because, first of all, short of showing my 23andMe results, it's so silly. My dad on my mom's side is Spanish. So there's that. But I am mostly Middle Eastern. I just feel like this character, when she was originally created, as all the characters on the show had... They had a major impact with people. Just like you guys, who got it a lot more than me, there were people who Carmen really touched their lives. The character became a savior in ways, whether it was to help them come out or to help bridge a gap between family members that didn't understand them or whatever it was, she stood for a lot of things, as all the characters on the show did. And also to have you know the storyline between... Carmen and Shane that was kind of unresolved. Look, I respect people's creative decisions and I don't think art is ever something that's meant to be judged, okay? But I do think that in a way it's somewhat dishonored 
all those people that had such a specific tie to her. Her storyline helped them. It was a betrayal for them. It wasn't a betrayal to me. It wasn't a betrayal to you. It wasn't a betrayal to the show, but I felt like it was a betrayal to the audience. You know, it's like the audience for me has been very good to me. You know, the LGBTQ I've always stood up for, I've always fought for. I followed them, they followed me, and we're family. And so I felt like in a way it kind of dishonored my family. That's the part that really stung. You know what I mean? It was just from that standpoint that it was like, but why? But she's meant so much to so many people. If you're doing this for the betterment of society and the voice and all the righteous reasons to do that, then you're not doing something bad by bringing her back, you know? So anyway, so that's how I felt about it. I felt like it was a true betrayal to all the stories out there and the people out there that really felt like they needed her at a time. You know, Sarah, you know, it was pretty rad. Remember when I showed up to set one night on Ray Donovan and there you were? Yes! Oh my God, Ray Donovan! Holy shit! <laughs> that was so fucking random. So random. That job for me was a blur. <laughs> just... A fucking blur. You had just given birth. I remember you were pumping. Yeah, I had just had the twins. I had just had the twins and I took a job so I could get out of the house. And it happened to be Ray Donovan. And I think you and I had one scene together. And remember we decided to like... After our characters introduced one another, we thought we would stare at each other for half a second longer just to give homage yes. to Charmin. That was our inside joke that we had. <laughs> That's really adorable. I will never forget that scene. I love that you tried to squeeze Charmin in there. I remember standing there looking at you being like, I just want to work with Sarah and like and talk about feelings and relationships and yes. cheating. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We were like, how do we get this look in there? Like, let's just stare at each other for half a second longer. <laughs> Squeeze the Charmin. Oh my God! Oh pants, pants. Or remember, all of us. We would we would have races. It was so dumb. Who could take off their wardrobe and get in the van fastest? The fastest. Yeah. Yes. It was so stupid, but we always did that. I was super bad because that was also my first real job, right? And I I would throw my shit on the floor, like my wardrobe on the floor, and then just jump in the van. And Alicia, I don't remember if it was you or Kate that was like, oh, you got to hang up your clothes. And I was like, oh, you do? That's right. Oh my God. How embarrassing. But you know what? I'm I'm grateful for it because now I always do it. Of course. It. Now I always do it always. and I talk shit about actors who don't hang up their clothes. I'm like, what are you, a fucking child? It's not their job to go pick up after you. Yeah. Yeah. That's not their yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll never forget this. I don't even think my toes have ever forgotten this. You had heels on and you were doing some dance for me, but you you were trying to keep your balance oh on your heels. You were wearing some like sexy negligee. I don't know what the hell it was. But oh my God. That became some kind of gif, by the way, on the internet. Those motherfucking shoes are yours dug into my toes. Yeah, I think I stepped on you. And you just had to act like it wasn't happening. <laughs> the unsexy thing. I still can't believe you fucking got married. I, I got married. I got married like two years ago. I got married very early. Would you never get married again? I'll never get married again. Why? What do you not like about it? <clears throat> I think marriage is a very unrealistic set of circumstances to place on somebody else. Because with people, either you change together or you change apart. You know, if you want to be with somebody forever, then just be with somebody. And if it doesn't work out, then you can part mutually without having to get the government involved. Like I say that in one breath, but 
on the other, it's like, if it's good, then who am I to judge? You know? It doesn't sound like you're judging. The, the, I think the only thing is, is you really have to be able to speak your truth. You have to live your truth. It's like, now that I've, you know, I'm 40, I look back on my life. I look at my 30s. My 30s were a fucking disaster. Holy shit. <laughs> it was just everything down to my hair, whether it was bangs or no bangs. And then it was like my life. And it was just like... Everything was a fucking disaster. In that order? In that order. Bangs being the most important. Bangs, eyebrows, and then relationships. Wait, like, so your, 30, your 30s are worse than your 20s? Everything about my 20s I felt like were cute. Like, I had cute periods. Like, <laughs> I was cute. I was on cute shows. Everything was just cute. And then I hit 30. And fucking life got real. It got real, real. My 30s, I feel like, were an experimental phase for me. It was just trying a whole bunch of shit. Is that where you cut the bangs? That's where the bangs happened. That's where the bangs. And then bleaching my eyebrows and, oh. you know, whatever. All that bullshit. Interesting. And, yeah, it got and interesting. kids, too. I had kids, too. So there was a lot that happened that made me want to test things in life. And I did. And it didn't always work out. But now that I'm 40, I look back on that and I see what I gained and I see what I learned and who I am now I wouldn't change it for anything so I'm really excited about my 40s and I remember when I used to think 40 was like so old like I remember like being 20 going oh my god you're 40 like that's almost half your life like you're so old yeah and now I'm fucking 40 and I wouldn't, and, and again, it's like, I'm looking forward to this next chapter of my life. Like, I feel like my life has just begun because I finally have a true understanding of who I am and what I stand for and what my boundaries are and what I want. Isn't that beautiful? Oh my God. It's so nice. It's crazy, right? How hard things can get, but the, the lessons we learn are so valuable. They're so valuable, man. You know, that's the thing that I've really come to notice is that each and every day you wake up. And this is why I say like I have corona bipolar is because I just have no idea how I'm going to feel one day to the next. But to be able to honor whatever it is I'm feeling that day is a challenge for me because, you know, I think societal, especially at being a a mom, you're told you have to be a certain way. Well, I don't want to fucking be that way today. I want to be this instead. I want to be a little unhinged today. And to try to manage those sides along with being a mother, along with being in quarantine, it's just taught me a lot. It's taught me a lot. So I'm, I'm grateful. Yeah. The rats are here. Hi. You want to come say hi to my friends? Who's this? Come here. Okay, sure. Come here. Well, come say hi. These are two of my really great friends. This is, that's Kate. Come here. Hi, there. My name is Violet. Hi, Violet. This is Violet. Violet, you're a patootie. just like your mom. You say thank you. It's amazing. Thank you. Hi. Hi. Come here, Knox. Hi, who are you? Is this Knox? His name is Knox. I like your hair over to the side like that. It's cute. Thank you. You look very English. Very British. Thanks. Let your brother say hi. Somebody farted. Who farted? It was me. Oh, my God. Those are your your children, Sarah. Sit down. Oh, my God. Remember when I'd go stand in the corner? Oh, my God. How can I do that? When we were on set, this is horrible, but the audience should know this. I would would be doing a scene, and all of a sudden, I'd drift off into a corner. And somebody would follow me. And I'd be like, don't follow me. And then they'd be like, what? Oh, God, Sarah. <laughs> but at least I had manners, you know. <laughs> Let me get a picture. Let me get a picture. We love you so much. Oh, right. <laughs> awesome. That's so great. <laughs> Sarah, we love Thank you. Thank you for doing this. I love you anytime. Love you. Okay, bye, bye, guys. I love you. Bye. Bye. Love you. 
Thank you for listening to Pants, a podcast brought to you by Leisha Haley and Kate Manning. Please listen and subscribe on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want us to keep going, just hit that subscribe button. You can follow us on Twitter at The Pants Pod. If you like us, leave a review on iTunes. I promise we'll read every single one of them. You can email us at pantspodcast at yahoo.com. Maybe even send a recording of your question. And we'll answer a few every week. Well, most weeks. I'm Rachel Shelley. I'm the editor and producer over in the UK. Theme song is by Carolina Para from the band CSS. Graphics are by Love Fox. Anna, how do I stop this again?